0: This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast. So on the show today, I'm going to be talking about how to have a photo shoot for your pet business. Now, I know I'm recording this while we're still in lockdown, But I did my um, free publicity challenge a couple of weeks ago, and photography is always a bit of a stumbling block um, when it comes to getting publicity for your pet business. Um, Quite often, if you put yourself forward for a story and you don't have the right images, it can really make a difference, and unfortunately, it can lead to you being dropped from the story. So I wanted to follow it up with. podcast on how to plan a photo shoot, how to get the best photos to go with your story. Um, So even though you might not be able to book a photo shoot right now, you've got the information you need for when you can book a photo shoot. And actually, if you've got someone who's pretty nifty with a smartphone, they could probably set up some of the images I'm going to talk about in this episode with you. Um, They could probably do those for you. So If you find this episode helpful and you would like some more advice or you'd like to stay in touch or you'd like to just kind of hang out and chat with me and some of the other people who are in my community, then do come and join me in my free Facebook group. If you're not already there, it's publicity tips for pet businesses. You can find a link to it on my website. There'll also be a link to it at the end of this episode as well in the show notes. So do come and see us there. Um, And if you've got any questions about anything related to publicity, um, I will be able to answer them in there for you. So now on for the main part of the show. Okay, so we're going to be talking about how to plan a photo shoot today, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a checklist um, to work through as well. And the reason why I've done this episode is because I've had photo shoots myself over the years and I haven't planned them and I haven't got what I've wanted from them because I just think, oh my gosh, I really hate having my photo taken. And I feel like if I plan it, I feel like I'm being a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a diva or something. and I just kind of rock up and have the photo shoot. And then afterwards I think, oh, I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd done all of these different things. And actually if I'd planned it properly, I would have had a much, much better um, outcome from the photo shoot. So if you're spending money on a photo shoot, you're hiring a photographer, you want to get the most from it. You want to get the best images from it. So that's why I'm doing this episode. So you don't make the mistakes that I did and end up with not getting everything that you really wanted from the shoot. So, just for just to give you a bit of a giggle, I'm going to tell you about some of the things I've had photo shoots for. So, I had I did one story about eating the world the world's hottest curry. So that was um, a restaurant in the Lake District where they had this really really hot chili. So there was pictures of me that went into the Daily Star, I think it was, eating this curry like with steam coming out of my ears. I did, I did another one about a cafe where they had like a one pound breakfast, which again, I can link to in the show notes for this episode. And there was a picture of me with this massive sausage, which was really funny. And um, I did another one about Valentine's Day and about how you could go for a one pound Valentine's Day meal again that went into the paper. So I'll link to that in the episode. I did a feature about a boot camp, this uh, boot camp called Extreme Boot Camp, which was run by two guys who used to be in the Marines. And you can imagine how awful it was. So there's pictures of me on like climbing frames and doing all these awful things. It was really hard work. Um, I've done one about dog reiki, and that was where Daisy had reiki. And it was so embarrassing because she'd never done that, she never did this in, in the house in all the time that I had her. But after the reiki, I was chatting to the woman who did the reiki basically after the interview and after the session and daisy kind of wandered off and went and did a poo on the floor in one of the rooms of this woman's house and she'd never done that it was so embarrassing but anyway i also had a photo shoot to go with that as well i had a dog personal shopping experience which was amazing i'll link to that in the show notes Uh, that went into the daily mail so it's daisy getting dressed up in all these different outfits having a personal shopping experience and then I also did one on spending more on my pet than my partner at Christmas. So again, it was Daisy with all of these Christmas presents that were for her, and then like just like a tiny little pile of presents for Tommy. Um, but they were all for work. They had never really invested in a photo shoot of my own until I started doing the pet blog, um, which is coming up to four years ago now. Um, now the first shoot I didn't plan uh, but f- since then I've been quite good and I have planned them properly and I'm going to tell you what I do and what I recommend people in my membership do in this episode when it comes to planning issues. shoot. So, so first of all what I would do is first of all I just wanted to kind of explain really why you have to have photo shoots. So like years ago if you were going in the newspaper um, you know they would send out a photographer to photograph you and that would all kind of be done by the team at the newspaper or magazine or whatever publication it was. Unfortunately now, particularly with local newspapers, they don't have the budget anymore, so um, quite often they will use images from social media, they'll use images that uh, people supply. If PR companies are working with people, obviously they would arrange for images to be taken as well, or they certainly should do. and often, even if you're being put forward for like a case study, so if you're sharing a personal experience or you're talking about something related to your business, you'll they'll need images. And if there isn't a budget for a photographer to come out and see you, the next best thing is for you to supply them yourself. And the better images you have, the more chance you have of being used as one of the case studies. Um, so it's really important that you have decent image, imagery. Um, and that's obviously why I'm doing this episode with you today. Um And it's quite frustrating, actually, as a journalist, because sometimes I work with really big, big names and big brands and they don't have the right images. And I think, you know, really, if you've you know, you've you're working with, you know, you've got a you've got a big budget that you're working with here. Just having some nice headshots, some nice lifestyle images is really going to be helpful. And, you know, it's something that a lot of a lot of people do kind of fall down on. Where they don't have the right images and like i say that can mean that you get pulled out of a feature or the great publicity that you've managed to get for yourself doesn't happen because of um because of them just not having the right f- photography so the other thing that i wanted to say as well before we go into before i go into the kind of planning part of this podcast which is going to basically be a checklist for you to work through and um, is if you are thinking of um, having a photo shoot and you're in my free publicity tips for pet businesses group do let me know. You can ask in there. There are quite a few photographers in there who do photo shoots, um, who will be able to obviously work with you once the restrictions are lifted. Um, And I do think it's a really, really great idea to have, you know, personal brand shoots fairly regularly. If you can, you can use the photos, obviously, for any publicity that you're going to have, but also for social media, for your website. And it just makes such a difference if you've got nice imagery. Also, don't think that having a photo shoot is going to have to cost you the absolute earth. So one of the ladies I've worked with, Jackie, she's also in the group. She's over in Cheshire, um, but the first shoot that I had with her, I think it cost me like hundred pound. So and those pictures I've used for years and years, I, I absolutely love them. I still use them now. Um, so her prices have have increased, obviously, but you know we're not talking about thousands of pounds. You can you would be able to find. A photographer who would be able to work within your budget so if you are stuck do let me know um, and i will try to refer or recommend somebody to you um, so if you have got a shoot or you're thinking about having a shoot or you've got one penciled in the diary these are the steps that i would give you to follow and this is this is actually one of it was one of the um, sessions in my membership but i decided to obviously it's still in my membership but i decided to record it as a podcast as well and um, because i think obviously you know it's really important for, for that that you if you are thinking of having publicity and putting yourself forward to the media that that you have this information and you can get the most out of having a photo shoot. So this is my kind of pre-shoot checklist uh, that I've got an on the day checklist. And if you want to go and grab this, you can go and download it from the show notes from this episode. Basically just put, put your email address in and I will send it out to you. Um, so your pre-shoot checklists. Now, some of these are going to sound a little bit silly, but if you do these, you will thank me later because you're going to get much nicer pictures from your photo shoot. And what you don't, but that's what you want, isn't it? Because you're obviously spent spending the money and you don't want to get the pictures back and think, oh my gosh, I look like a dog's dinner. So this is my pre-shoot checklist. Again, this is if we are out of lockdown and we can do these things. Um, but if, you know, if we're still in lockdown you're having a photo shoot or you're just getting a friend to take your pictures and just try to kind of, make the best of what I'm suggesting here um, to kind of work it around the lockdown restrictions. So first of all, I would say, get your hair done. So when I had my first shoot, I did have my hair done. um, So like, I wasn't, you know, it wasn't kind of wavy or, well, it was actually wavy, but it wasn't like, you know, it didn't look like I'd just been dragged through a hedge backwards. I did have my hair done at a local hairdresser. So you can go and get yourself like a, a blow dry for like, I don't know, about 20 quid or something. It's definitely worth doing if you are having a photo shoot. Next thing is to wear clothes that you feel comfortable in. So if you're like a dog walker or a dog groomer, then you might have a uniform, and that's great. I would have some photos of you in your uniform because that's obviously showing you at work and what you look like. It's going to be great for your website, for your social media. But also have some um, have some photos of you in like normal clothes, like everyday clothes as well. So I would have your you know have your uniform shots, and then have as many outfit changes as you can. Now, the more outfit changes, the better. The more variety you've got maybe if you've got long hair you could pin it back or just change your hairstyle a little bit so they look like they've been taken on different days Um, and now when it comes to colours in when you um when we're looking for images for newspapers or if if I'm arranging a photo shoot with somebody who's who's sharing their story one of the things I always tell them is not to wear black so black doesn't show up very well um in print um Editors and journalists tend to like you to be wearing like a block colour or a pattern um, and also wear something fairly smart as well. So, you know, like a nice top and jeans or a shirt and trousers if if you're a guy um, or like a nice printed dress, that kind of thing. Um, So, yeah, no black. And I wouldn't really wear things like ripped jeans or anything that could be seen as being a little bit kind of a little bit more relaxed than how we want to come across obviously for your social media or whatever, you know, wear, wear whatever you want, but if you're putting yourself forward to go into a newspaper or magazine, then they're going to want you to look look pretty smart. Um, the other thing I would do, if you can, is treat your pet to a groom or a little tidy up um, and get them, you know, have them wearing, you know, something that looks quite smart, so like a nice collar or bandana. So whenever I've had shoots with Patch and Daisy, I always have like a couple of, a couple of outfit changes for, for them as well. So like, Obviously, when we did the um, personal shopper, we had loads of different outfit changes. But when I had Patch photographed, I had him in uh, a kind of everyday collar and then a, a kind of more smart collar and, uh, and bandana. Um, Another thing to do pre-shoot checklist is to find a location where you've got room to move around where you haven't got like lots of clutter and distractions. So outdoors is ideal. Um, if you've got a garden brilliant, um, if not, then maybe just find somewhere nice and quiet in your local park where it's like nice and green, got lots of green space. Um, so yeah, try and find, try and find somewhere quiet where you're not going to be disturbed or have random people walking around in the background. Um, also, now I know this sounds really weird, and you're probably laughing now and thinking I'm I'm like being really ridiculous. But find some poses that you like. So go through a magazine or go onto Pinterest, and like get you can create like a mood board or a look board on Pinterest. And like, let's say if you like, when I was having my photographs done. I needed things, I needed images of me like, you know, writing, reading magazines with a pen, with a laptop, having a cup of tea, stuff like that. So I went through some magazines and I found some poses that I liked the look of and then tried to recreate them. And honestly, if you do this, it would just mean that you you just feel a bit more in control of what's happening. You know what it is that you're trying to achieve. And it just means that the pictures are going to, they're going to come out a lot better. You can obviously talk to the photographer about how you want to set it up and that kind of thing. So that's really going to help you as well. Okay, so next up, we're going to talk about choosing your photographer. So is there anyone that you've worked with before? Um, can you ask friends or family or contacts for any recommendations? Maybe you've seen another business in your area and you've seen that they've got really lovely images. So perhaps you could just go and ask them who did the, who did the photography for them. So ideally, you're going to work with somebody who where you can see evidence of their work, you know what to expect. Um, and you know they've come from a recommendation or a referral. Um, You also want to check if they've worked with pets before and if so can you see examples of their work because you just want to make sure that they are capturing the kind of images that you want. Working with pets is quite challenging Um, so as, as I've mentioned earlier I've worked with lots, like I've worked in newspapers for like two decades and some photographers are absolutely brilliant with working with animals and some of them are not so you want to make sure that the photographer that you book you know quite often you might be booking like a local photographer so they might be like a family or lifestyle or wedding photographer even you want to make sure that they are familiar with working with pets um, and they're going to be okay at taking pictures of you and your pet they're going to be able to you know just kind of you know engage the animal as well so you need to have like dogs looking at the camera I've never I've never actually been on a photo shoot with cats, I don't think, but you, you, know, you, you would, they're gonna need to have some kind of skill and experience with working with animals and capturing their expressions as well as yours. And just from a practical point of view as well, you also might wanna check that they don't have any allergies. So if you, let's say, for example, you're doing a photo shoot and you've got a cat business and the photographer you book is allergic to cats, it's gonna be a complete nightmare. So just think about things like that as well when you're choosing your photographer. Um, And then when you're ready, when you're kind of ready to book, then give them your brief as well. So tell them exactly what what it is that you're looking for. So they know what to expect, they know how to price and all of those things and how long it's gonna take them as well. Um, So the more information you can give them the better and they'll be really thankful um, of that. And it will also just make sure that the shoot goes really smoothly for you, which is what it's all about, isn't it? Okay, so the next bit I'm gonna cover is what happens on the day of the photo shoot. Okay, so on the day of the photo shoot, and I'm assuming we're back in, uh, you know, we're back to normality where we can, you know, just go and do things and we're not restricted by the coronavirus, um, you know, lockdown guidelines and stuff. So let's assume that, let's fast forward to when we return to normal when we're talking about on the day of the photo shoot. So, what will happen on the day? So, the photographer should take a bit of time to make you um, and, you know, any animals that you've got in the shoot feel at ease and feel relaxed that's really really important um, and beforehand you will have explained the different shots that you're going to need so the next thing for you to do is to kind of set up the photos of you doing what you do in your business so let's say if you're a dog walker you're going to need photos of you walking the dogs you might need some of you um, you know putting one of the dogs in your vehicle you might want some of you in your uniform obviously um maybe playing with the dogs, playing with, you know, playing with toys, doing some kind of enrichment activities. Um, we might want, you might want some photos of you doing some admin, filling up worksheets or maybe at your computer or you on your phone. Um, and let's say if you make products, we would, you know, you'd want to have images of you, maybe at your sewing machine or making the products or, you know, measuring that kind of thing. So telling the story of what it is that you do in your business. Um, again, so like in your workshop um, or wherever it is in your home or, you know, where you actually do the making. Maybe like nice images of like all your different patterns, all of those different things. So just think about all of the different things that you want to capture. So if you make if you make like a range of products, like one of my clients is Lottie from the Cozy Canine Company. She makes dog walking bags, poo bag carriers, crate covers, T-shirts, all loads of different things. So if she had a photo shoot, I would imagine, I know she's had photo shoots before, but I imagine that she would spend the day kind of working through all the different products. So then she's got loads and loads of different images that she can use either for media or on her social media and on her website as well. So I've seen Lottie's photo, she's worked with a lady a photographer called Megan, um, and her pictures are brilliant and I think what happens from looking at the looking at these photos is that other dogs will be invited to come along to the photo shoot so she can show off her her collars and leads and all the different things that she creates on a range of different breeds of dog so like lossie has got two cockapoos but I've seen her her products being modeled on like a Jack Russell and on other breeds so again these are all things to think about as well if you re- you know if you've got a product business and you're really going to go to town on this photo shoot then you might want to bring in um other dogs along as well and again with those dogs you want to make sure that they're you know they're, they're well behaved and they're trained and stuff and they're not going to go and do a poo on the floor like Daisy did when I did the dog reiki Okay, so the next thing to think about is really important and it is to smile. So editors, Do not want miserable pouty photos. I know like if you're young and you're listening to this, that's really trendy to be kind of pouty. But if you're going into a newspaper or a magazine, the editor will want to see you looking happy and smiling. So really important. By all means, take, you know, if you're like really cool and you do pouty photos, uh, by all means have some taken, but just make sure you've got some of you smiling. It's really important to have that. And just smiling, looking natural, Your face probably will be hurting by the end of the photo shoot but that's just what you're going to have to do. Um, Like I said before have a number of outfit changes so if you are kind of maybe just think about the practicalities of having your outfit changes as well so if you're going to have some photos at home and then you're going to go to like a local park then obviously you're able to change at home but in the park it might be a little bit difficult so just think about you know the practicalities of how you're going to do it. When I I did a photo shoot with Patch and I did some in my normal clothes like I think I had like jeans and a blouse on or something and then I did some in my running gear so I knew there was a loo in the park that I could go and get changed in tie my hair back and then go and do the running photos so just think about a few kind of practical things like that as well um I would also get like a LinkedIn style headshot taken um again really great for social media really great for LinkedIn for your website so have just a nice plain headshot taken on a plain background um and then yeah just have like some lovely photos taken of you and your pets you're really going to treasure these forever and you know I've talked about the shoot that I had with Daisy when I first launched the blog she um she was fell ill and we you know within a year she we'd lost her and it it all happened really really quickly to be honest so me having that photo shoot with her when I launched the blog with those really lovely images I'm just so glad that I did it because you know I've got those that I will always treasure and that's another really important thing that that I want you to get from this that You know, these images, they're going to be really special and I want, you know, I want them to be as special as they possibly can be for you, particularly when it comes to your your pet. Um, Now, the other thing that I would do as well is I would get somebody, um, it might be a family member, it might be your mum or dad or, or, you know, one of your kids get them to come along as well and take some behind the scenes photos. So some pictures of you having your photo taken, some pictures of what's going on on the photo shoot. So when I had mine done, I I always usually have mine done at my mum's and my mum's really great at, you know, just kind of helping out with stuff like that. Um, So my mum would take some pictures of the photo shoot happening and then you can share those on social media as well. And I think Another good thing about doing that is it just shows that you, you know, it just shows that you're professional. It shows that you take pride in what you do and you take your business seriously Uh, because look, you know, you're going out there, you're trying to put a great impression out into the world about you and your business Um, and that's impressive. Not everybody does that. So I think it, you know, it just shows that you take yourself and your business very seriously, that you're a professional person um, and, you know, it's nice content to share on social media as well okay so the final thing that you might want to consider if you're having a photo shoot for your pet business is when you're when you're speaking to the photographer ahead of booking your shoot make sure you find out what their requirements are for the usage of your images so by that i mean if you're going to use them on social media will they ask you to credit them every time you use them um If it's a personal brand shoot, some photographers will be a little bit more relaxed about this. So they won't have you won't have to say in the caption, you know, image by, you know, and the name of the photographer. I think it's quite nice to acknowledge who did the photos every now and then. But you won't want to have images by and the name of the photographer on every single caption that you have on social media. It might just you might just not want that on your feed and that's fine. If it's going on your website, I do put um. I do image credit on my website because if I've had a photo shoot again, I think it puts across a good impression. So again, you might just want to check if you are going to need to credit them on your website. Now, if they're going into a newspaper or magazine, most photographers will ask for a credit as in image by Kerry Jordan or whatever the name of the photographer is, but if you've already paid for that photo shoot, you need to double check that they're not going to expect to be paid by the magazine. So. Basically, if you have a photo shoot, you then give your images to a magazine. If your photographer is then going to go to that magazine and ask for payment, that's going to put you in a really awkward position. So, if you're having a publicity photo shoot, what you need to do is iron out your terms and conditions. So, if you are going to give them to a magazine or newspaper, you don't have they, you don't have to pay an additional fee, um, or the magazine doesn't have to pay an additional fee because that would be a really awkward position to be in. So, have a conversation with the photographer. Um, about the usage rights and that's going to iron out any problems that you're going to have in the future. Um, And again, if you want to get this in writing from them, that's always a good idea as well. Um, Also, you know, would they mind if, you're, if you edited their photos, if you crop them, that kind of thing? Just iron out all of these questions that might cause you a bit of a headache further down the line. But most photographers will be really reasonable about this kind of thing. If they've, if you've paid for a photo shoot with them, you've explained that it's going to be for publicity, for social media, for all of those things. They will factor all of that into the price. But just make sure that you get this ironed out like um, in person, in writing, um, ahead of the photo shoot. So I think that's it. That is everything on all you need to know for a photo shoot for your pet business. Um, And if you want to go and get the free download, which is basically a checklist of everything that I've talked about in this podcast that you can tick off as you're going through it, then if you just go to my website, it's publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk forward slash photo shoot pet business. Catchy. And then you can go and download the the pdf and tick list to help you when you have your photo shoot Um, do also let me know if you have a shoot and please tag me in your photos on social media love seeing pictures of of what you're doing in your pet businesses so i would love to see that and do come and join me in the free facebook group as well again if you want a recommendation for photographers who um, who i would recommend that can work with you so thanks very much for tuning into the show and i will see you next week Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.